Today and tomorrow we will take a short glance at the first letter of Peter before we move into the Lenten season. We won't be saying much about Peter today, but I just wanted to point out to you that this is one of those Catholic letters in the New Testament. That means that these were written to all Christians, not just to those of a certain city like Corinth or a certain geographical region like Galatia. First Peter can be noted for the hope and encouragement that it's giving to those Christians who are going through times of suffering. You'll hear that in today's part of the reading. But today, I'd like us to concentrate on the gospel passage. I think it's a great reflection as we prepare to go into Lent, especially to consider what we have as a relationship with our possessions. And in our gospel, we will refer to our saint of the day, Catherine Drexel. It is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. That line has bothered people for centuries. But there's an explanation for it. In walled cities at the time of Jesus, it is said, there was usually a section of the wall called the eye of the needle. It was a space underneath the wall where one could get a camel to go through if you took the time to take all the load off of the camel, all the packages that it was carrying, and you forced it to get down on its knees, and you had a few strong men get behind it and push, you could slide the camel under the wall at this point, this sort of dugout section that was called the eye of the needle. It's a wonderful explanation, but it's not true. It's just a story that was made up trying to say that it was easier than it really is. No, Jesus is actually talking about a camel passing through the eye of a needle. The point is, for humans, it is impossible for them alone to enter the kingdom of God if they are rich. But all things are possible with God. And we have someone who can prove that to us today, held up for us. St. Catherine Drexel. She was a wealthy Philadelphia woman. Her uncle was the founder of Drexel University. And she and her two sisters inherited a sizable estate, an estate that would be worth today about $250 million. But even while Catherine's father was still alive, she had a real passion for trying to help Native Americans who had been exploited by the American government over the years. And she had convinced her father and sisters to give significant funds to the missions helping Native Americans in this country. When her father died, she and her sisters arranged to have a private audience in Rome with Pope Leo XIII. They begged Pope Leo to send additional missionaries to the Native Americans. Pope Leo responded by suggesting that Catherine herself should become a missionary. And she did so in the year 1891. She founded the Sisters of the Blessed Sacrament, and their mission was to reach out to Native Americans as well as African Americans. 
Now, this was at a time after slavery had been abolished, but there was deep segregation and Jim Crow laws were in effect. This was the height of the Ku Klux Klan. And the Sisters of the Blessed Sacrament endured a lot of threats of violence. We have stories of dynamite being found near their homes. And Catherine Drexel only died in 1955. So she lived through some of the worst of this attacking of her community. For humans, it is impossible for the rich to be saved. But with God, it is possible. The Sisters of the Blessed Sacrament continue their ministries to this day. But due to the conditions of Catherine's father's will, they have no access to the Drexel fortune anymore. They continue their work in 21 states and in Haiti. And our own Dr. Ruth Queen Smith grew up in a parish that was founded by the Sisters of the Blessed Sacrament in Nashville. The sisters must rely on God, but can we possibly help them in their mission? It seems like now that we have Dan Arthur here with us, who's a novice with the Paulists, I'm thinking a lot about my novitiate assignment in Berkeley, California. And while I was out there, I went to a religious goods store in the city of Oakland and bought a few copies of a card that showed Jesus on the front cover, speaking with a bunch of his disciples and holding a very, very long metal rod. It was about six feet long and it had a loop on one end and it was pointy at the other end. It was, in fact, a very large needle. And Jesus is saying, what I meant was we are to make larger needles and give camels a running start. May we help make it possible for those who cannot do things without God. <laughs>